The play is bleakly humorous in a very contemporary fashion. You can tell once you know uh, that it's a product of the same imagination that wrote, for instance, Shallow Grave. What really struck me was how potent it was uh, on the relationship between the artist and the powerful. In 1938, this playwright Bulgakov had been asked to write a play about the youth of, of Stalin as a kind of present for Stalin's 60th birthday. Bulgakov did write this play called Batum, which was about Stalin's early life, and that was uncharacteristic because so much of his work was the writings of a dissident. He was an anti-Stalinist, and I was intrigued by the mental process he must have gone through in order to accommodate his own beliefs with the requirements to write basically a very hagiographic, uh, celebratory play about Stalin. Bulgakov was absolutely the heart of cultural life in Moscow. His plays are staged very frequently, and I think he's recognized as one of the most quirky and original and entertaining and brilliant satirical geniuses of the early 20th century. He started off most famously writing um, the novel The White Guard, which depicts the honorable features of the middle class. And it was staged in 1926 at the Moscow Arts Theatre and was an absolute sensation. One of the paradoxical things, um, one of the astonishing things about this play was that one of its greatest fans was Stalin. Stalin was fascinated by Bulgakov and he did call Bulgakov when Bulgakov wrote to the Kremlin asking for permission to emigrate and he did get Bulgakov a job at the Moscow Art Theatre. Bulgakov responded to the uh, unimaginable bleakness of Stalinist Moscow by writing blackly comic masterpieces like The Master of Margarita and The Heart of a Dog uh, and Black Snow. I mean, I quite consciously started writing collaborators in the style of Bulgakov. I think certainly in the first, first half of the first 20 minutes, um, I mean, he had certain obsessions born out of his life. For example, he lived in a cramped apartment in Moscow and that is a recurrent theme in his work. So I set it in a cramped Moscow apartment. Similarly, his work is, is, swings in and out of reality and fantasy, and, which really appealed to me, and I wanted to make use of that too and incorporated it into the play. Within the Cotters, though, we've been able to construct uh, a set which very much reflects a particular style of Moscow theatre-making in the 30s. The set is a kind of... Um, constructivist nightmare. We were very lucky because the set is so um, particular and it's quite easy to fall over on it. We had it in the rehearsal room. When it was then moved into the Cottesloe, it just looked like that's how the theatre should be. Um, it fits in very well. It's as though the audience kind of wrap around you. And I think it does really help the thing of the characters are always being watched. The the fascinating thing about the play is that it's, it's like the worst nightmare that Bulgakov could think of. He gets sucked into this sort of Faustian nightmare. I think it's very important for us to understand um, how dangerous life was uh, and how brave these people were to resist pressure. The play in no way presents itself as historical truth. Uh, it presents itself as a bleak and initially, we hope, very funny satire uh, on what it's like to be an honest writer um, 
confronted with the steamroller of absolute and literally terrible power.